What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to your favorite start to the week, your podcast, Brunch with Desby. As always, I'm your host, Des, also known as Desby, and I'm so excited to have you back or have you here for the first time because you might have just clicked on this podcast because of the title. And you know what? That's totally cool. I'm excited to have you here. As always, make sure you guys rate and review this podcast. Share it on your Instagram story. Share it to a friend who needs a bigger ass um, or maybe just has a fat ass and you want to let them know. But I'm super excited for today's episode. We're going to be really diving deep into one of the biggest topics in fitness that I think almost goes untalked about, although it is so important. And that is reverse dieting as well as just how to gain muscle, how to gain mass and ass. As always, uh, thank you for being here. I'm super excited to dive into it. But before doing so, I want to introduce my co-host for the day, Emily, my best friend and my co-coach. I'm back, bitches. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. You thought you got rid of me, but I'm back again. (laughs) You fucking, they fucking thought that's what they did. Um, So really excited. Super pumped. I'm excited to have Emily on here again. Um, as you guys know, she is a registered dietitian, nutritionist. We've been working together for almost two years now. Um, over the evolution of that time, she's become not just an employee, but a best friend to me, um, as well as someone who continues to spread knowledge throughout the platform. She has her own podcast. She has her own Instagram and all the above, and it will be linked in the description box. Um, yeah, but go do... fill up my Instagram so you can visualize me talking. I am yeah. I'm the kind of person like if I'm listening to a podcast, I have to go look up what that person looks like because I need to picture them talking. You know, that's so funny because I've done that with quite a few like crime podcasts. I listen to them, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? What do these people really look like? And, and then I they don't re- look like I, what you nothing. Think. Nothing. Yeah. It's kind of like Bella and Edward in Twilight. Bitch, you're yeah. telling me you thought that's what they looked like. Yeah, so I don't want to, like, shock you guys, so go look it up now. (laughs) Go check out her OnlyFans linked in the Go check me out. (laughs) Uh, So without further ado, guys, let's jump into the podcast. All right, Emily. So you kind of you kind of know the lowdown of what's going on, um, but let me just preface this for the people listening. Um, you guys know tomorrow is August the third, and it is yes, it is Monday. However, um, Emily, can you also let them know what day it is? It is the sign up for our challenge. So you'll have about a week to sign up. But if you sign up within the first. 48 I think it is hours you'll get a free recipe book made by Kat one of our other dietitians Um, so you want to sign up ASAP especially if you want the coach option which you do so head on over there August 3rd so pumped Um, this is this is our six week to strength challenge 2.0 guys we kind of operate as coaches in a calendar year we try to make it very exclusive for those people a part of our challenges so we go six weeks to slay that's kind of our first challenge of the year we're kind of setting goals for ourselves. what do we want to do what's our physique goal then we go into six weeks to shreds we're kind of summer shredding we're feeling good about ourselves then we get into six weeks of strength where we're really focusing on reverse dieting fixing the metabolism and honestly gearing up for holiday season because it's really not that far away. Um, So we're not going to sit here. We're not going to bullshit with you guys. And this isn't about 
you know, just click the fucking link in the description box. However, we want to make sure that you guys understand where this conversation is stemming from. And if you're interested in joining us for six weeks of workouts, badassery and an awesome community, this is your chance. So click that link in the description. We won't get into details. It's all there, um, but please check that out. And again, that is enrolling tomorrow. So with that being said, and kind of the housekeeping put aside, sometimes I feel guilty for doing that. Would you agree? No, don't feel guilty. It's your fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're right. I don't feel fucking guilty. <laughs> they can skip uh, it if they want. That's that's very true. And if you guys don't know how to find that button, it is in the lower right corner. It will say <laughs> skip about 15 to 30 seconds. Um, and you can find that there. So beautiful. Um, so <laughs> di- diving into reverse dieting, Emily, I- I'll let you kind of take the lead on this um, in just yeah. kind of the introductory of what is it. Um, so yeah. go ahead, define it for the listeners here, especially from a dietitian standpoint. Um, and why it's important we can kind of unpack from there. Yeah, so everyone knows what a diet is, and I guarantee everyone listening to this podcast has done some shape of dieting. If you if you haven't, I'm really shocked, but you know, everyone knows what a diet is, but not many people know what a reverse diet is, and almost none of those people have actually done one, even if they know what it is. So um, if you have ever done a diet, you should have done a reverse diet after, um, but I don't blame you if you didn't because it's not something that's really talked about, promoted, because it's not as like sexy as you know getting mm-hmm. shredded and losing a bunch of weight. Um, all the headlines say like, you know, lose 30 pounds in two weeks and stuff like that. So reverse dieting is super important and not talked about very much. Um, and basically like the definition I would give it would be kind of like calorie restoration, um, whether mm-hmm. it's after a dieting phase or you just are someone who undereats um, or you want to put on muscle, you're going to be increasing your calories and possibly decreasing your cardio over time, trying to get your maintenance calories up higher. I love, wow, that was so clean. <laughs> I did like, a did, podcast did you on practice? this topic no, before. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you you did, and that that wasn't super long ago. So again, and I'll make sure to link that one too, just in case people want maybe a different perspective or stuff yeah, that you sure might we'll say, say in there. Stuff, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Every every conversation is so different, but um, I love how you kind of called it calorie restoration because I think that that deters a lot of people from thinking. Also, you can only reverse in a cut. Um, mm-hmm. It's very important too. If you're someone who's just chronically under eating for years, this can be due to purposefully doing it. You know what I mean? Not not mm-hmm. wanting to hit a certain calorie amount because it's quote unquote scary. This can also be due to just your lifestyle. Oh, maybe, yeah, you're, sure. maybe you're someone who works a fuck ton and out of nowhere, you're only eating two meals a day. You know what I mean? And, and maybe they're not high calorie to where the density isn't there. Um, calorie restoration is such a great way to put it. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much they they drag their body through the dumps um, and just expect it to then snap back like a rubber band. Um, yeah, it's interesting you say that. I have several friends that I know that mm-hmm. literally will only eat like one meal a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like that's not healthy. <laughs> you right. Well, more. And, and you know what people don't recognize is that by doing that for so long, you're not gonna lose weight, baby. Yeah. You are you're creating a new maintenance level for your body mm-hmm. to to not thrive at. Let me tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think that a lot of that can be mis 
constructed in the way that coaches are operating their clients, the way that um, people are even just like learning offline. Um, a lot of that isn't necessarily broken down in that way. Um, so Emily, with your experience of reverse dieting, which you actually have been doing now, yes, can you walk us through maybe like one thing that's been really successful for you in a mentality of reverse dieting and maybe one thing that wasn't successful for you? Um, okay. So one thing that has been successful is that I have been able to increase my calories by a pretty good amount and be able to, I did gain a couple pounds, but I can tell that I am just as lean, if not looking better than I was um, back at the beginning, like when I mm -hmm. ended my cut. Um, so right. I think that I definitely have put on some lean mass and that's really exciting for me because that was my goal. I mean, I've been through quarantine even, I've been like trying to do as best as I could to make sure that I was staying on top of my workouts, doing the best I could to get my volume up. And now mm -hmm. I'm back in the gym and I'm crushing it. Um, so oh, I feel yeah. like I feel amazing now. And I feel like that, honestly, there's so many wins that I got from it. But I feel like seeing that like muscle tissue and being able to be leaner at a higher weight is one of my favorite things. And that's why that's part of the reason why I love bodybuilding so much. So mm -hmm. that's my win. Um, I would say my struggle is that when I have higher calories, I almost want to just kind of be like, oh, well, like, fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter as much. Like, my calories mm -hmm. are high. I can kind of eat whatever I want. Don't have to track you know, some days take some mm -hmm. days off. I get more like loose with it, which you can get more flexible when you're, when your maintenance calories are higher, but mm -hmm. sometimes I take it, take it to the next level. So I need to <laughs> throw myself back in. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, it just goes to show though, like you're human, like, dude, we, even though we've been doing this for years and we know what macros are and we, we coach other people, it don't make us perfect humans ever. No, absolutely not. I mean, that's why I have a coach for myself because yeah. I need accountability. A hundred, hundred percent. And I do think that, um, one thing you mentioned that a lot of people, again, they, they don't really understand and realize is a lot of times I'll show like transformations on my clients that have reversed, or even recently you did on the DBFT page and people are like, how, how the fuck can your body do that? Like blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so important for people to realize that in order to achieve, like, I feel like this heavenly physique that people think about, right? They think about mm -hmm. someone who's not too skinny, not too lean. You can still see their definition in like their arms and their abs, but they're not shredded. And this is kind of like the, the peak of fitness, the pinnacle that people want to be at. And they don't realize how much muscle mass these people have, but they're carrying 16, 17, 18, up to 20% body fat, just mm -hmm. like anyone else would, but their muscle mass is so much more dense than someone else's. Um, so someone with 20% body fat can look drastically different because yeah. the more mass that you have, the more actual muscle mass versus fat mass, the more leaner you're going to appear year round, um, even at it at an area where like you personally might feel not lean. Yeah, it also depends on where people hold their fat because obviously 100%. everyone stores theirs in different places. So, you know, some people conveniently store their fat in their ass and I hate mm -hmm. all of you. I fucking hate <laughs> you guys. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> but, you know, some people just naturally store it in less convenient places. So mm -hmm. they might look a little bit less lean at the same body fat percentage also because right, of that. Right. 
Well, and I uh, but I've I... even had like some of my newer clients um uh-huh. in their check-ins mention like oh like I come I'm finding myself comparing myself to your other clients and I'm like mm-hmm. girl those clients have been working with me for like 15 months now right and right. we just started so oh, for yeah. one never compare yourself to other people in that kind of way but for two like they have been consistent and killing mm-hmm. it for over a year now and you just started right. your fitness journey so right well and you know it it's, takes it's time just, absolutely it does and it's interesting too because sometimes and I know you've had a lot of long-term clients and as mm-hmm. have I and and sometimes it takes that 11th month together to all of a sudden your fucking body just start hitting and yeah. you're like what you're like it just took all that time but we're fi- like we're finally we broke through and a lot of people think of how they don't think about how long it takes for them to gain fat, but they Mm -hmm. think of how long it takes to lose it. So it's like, okay, Barbara, um, you've been eating McDonald's three times a week for a year and only working out twice a week for a year. Can we magically fix that in a 12 week program in a six week program in a 14 week program, 20? No, 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 no. It's so much harder to get into a fat loss mode and especially to stick with it and adhere to it as well than yeah. to then to gain fat because guess what if it was fucking easy we would all be skinny <laughs> we would all yeah. have our perfect bodies well and it's actually even slower to gain muscle because you can lose mm-hmm. like a pound or 2 pounds of fat every week but you can't put on a pound or 2 pounds of muscle every week so that's one mm-hmm. thing um i have probably at least 50% of my clients reverse dieting right now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but Absolutely. I think they expect, um, sometimes at the beginning, they expect to be putting muscle on just as fast as mm-hmm. they lost the weight, which yeah. it's a long process to put on muscle. A female can put on like one to two pounds of muscle at the most per month naturally. So mm-hmm. um, you have to take that into perspective as well and kind of map that out into your timeline. Well, right. And, and to remember as well, like when you're starting a reverse diet, a lot of people also equivalent reverse diets to simultaneous weight loss mm-hmm. without trying. You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, I immediately start recomping. Oh, I'm immediately yes. going to lose the fat stores because like I'm feeding my body again. It, that doesn't that doesn't happen for everyone. And no, it's totally it, it's different for every person. 100%. And it's not prolonged. You know, even if it does occur, it might yep. only be a two week uh, thing. It might mm-hmm. only last for three weeks. Then you have to get into a little bit of that um, surplus time, or you're kind of riding a maintenance line where you might start to see that weight bob up and down. So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about that a little bit because I think what a lot of people scare, what a lot of people find scary about reverse dieting, is seeing the scale go up. When again, and I'm I'm referring kind of to my clients a lot because obviously we deal with them each week and we 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 love them. So when I see a client come to me, they'll literally put in, put in their check-in. I feel my fucking best this week, bitch. I feel lean in the morning. And then at the end, they'll be like, but the scale's up two pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so there's an explanation weight. for that. Yeah. Um, so when you're eating more carbs, you're like, after a diet, you're pretty like depleted. Your mm-hmm. glycogen stores are probably depleted. Um, but when you're eating more carbs, you're filling that back out. Um, and your body's also going to hold more water as well, which people think that is sounds like a bad thing, but it's probably going to be making your muscles look more full. 
so Love that's that. why they're like oh I'm looking so good like I'm looking shredded but my weight is up um, it's just because they're looking more full so it's mm-hmm. actually a good thing I always tell my clients you know that's a good thing um, it, you're also probably more hydrated and that's a good thing so mm-hmm. don't even worry about you know gaining a couple pounds when you know we're really just looking at the body composition absolutely well and you think of where people have to get um, naturally in a cut and, you know, you're, you're pretty low carb. And again, that leads to depletion, which you chatted about. And, you know, for the most part, those low carbs are what really strike our energy stores and what make us feel like, holy fuck, I'm in a cut. You know what I mean? It's when you start slashing those carbs. Mm-hmm. So when you start adding them back in and your body is starting to actually use them, you know, the water is going to bind with those carbohydrate stores. Yep. And that's when you're going to be in the gym again. You're gonna be like, my ass looks fatter. Mm-hmm. My, my delts look juicy. My you biceps have a pump. look great. I have, yeah, I have a pump again. I have energy. I just hit a PR um, yep. after months of dieting, et cetera. Because when you reintroduce those carbs, um, especially, and I'm only saying carbs because that's such a big manipulated macronutrient yeah. in the dieting phase. Um, but when you're reintroducing these things, you know, we're going to gain not just satiation and happiness because we're fucking fed again. Um, but we're going to feel good and pumped in the gym. Um, but again, that, that mindset of the weight being the only measure of progress can lead to a lot of fuckery. So, um, a few things that I just want to throw out there that I think helped me during my reverse dieting phase is to really document with pictures. And for some people, this doesn't have to be weekly because it could be triggering. I think that doing weekly photos could be great if that's good for you. But if not, do bi-weekly or quote unquote tri-weekly. You know what I mean? If you if you mm-hmm. can't see them week to week because a lot of people then fall into the, the spot of, but Des, like my pictures don't look different from last week. Well, they're probably they're fucking not. Su- not. <laughs> they're not supposed to. Yeah, they're not supposed to and they probably won't. Um, but another thing is to measure measurements. You know, I think that's a really big thing that Mm -hmm. people kind of skip over, um, is they just think, okay, pictures and weight. Like, what about the measurements? That's when we're really going to be able to see recomp happen, which is obviously the disbursement and change of body fat stores, um, in different areas of the body. Um, but I think that measurements can be super helpful for people, um, to kind of continue to see. And I think we encourage that really well in our challenges, um, yeah. asking them for before and afters and measurements, um, because it's so important. Sometimes you can walk out of the challenge and we have had winners in the past who literally look like they've lost 50 fucking pounds, <laughs> but they've no, but do you remember them? Yes. But no, they, we have some crazy transformations crazy. that, but then their scale is like, Oh, I lost Eight two pounds, pounds, five pounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're literally lying. To, like you're lying. You're well, and another <laughs> thing is, I feel like a a good amount of people who do our challenge are like pretty new to weightlifting. Hundred percent. And when yeah. you're new to weightlifting, you can gain muscle and lose fat simultaneously a lot mm-hmm. easier than someone who's been training for a long time. Right. Absolutely. The the, the fucking newbie gains. Goddamn. Yeah. Take me back. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I miss those. I miss that phase. But yeah. I do think um, with the with kind of the opportunity to like be surrounded by people also reverse dieting that could help a lot for mentality because I think during this time of year we might still have some people cutting you might have some people bulking you might have some people starting to reverse so like some of your friends might still be summer shredding and here you are gaining weight and so I do think that surrounding yourself around people who not only understand your goals but are also 
simultaneously doing the same thing are going to be, it's going to be beneficial. So like a lot of my clients who are reverse dieting right now are coming out of a cut into their reverse diet. They're like, Des, I want to be a part of the challenge. Cause to be honest, I don't think mentally I'm like, I, I can just do this by myself. You know what I mean? Like I want to see other people going through the same things as me. Yeah. And um, so I think creating with what we do a challenge around literally reverse dieting and educating hard on what that can do for your metabolism um, is so perfect because I wish during my reverse diets of especially competing coming out of a real mental mind fuck, I wish that I had other people very intimately doing the same thing as me where I could like post and be like, Hey, I feel like shit today. And they'd be like, yo, me too. But you know what? Look at our booty gains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely helped a lot that a lot of my clients are doing it at the same time. And we have our group chat mm-hmm. um, because, you know, someone will message in there and be like, you guys, I'm starting my reverse diet. I'm scared. And then everyone else will be like, I was scared too, but I promise you like three weeks in, I was feeling amazing and right. kind of just hyping it up. And it, it helps to know that a lot of my other clients are doing it and I am doing it as well. So right. uh, we're all in it together. I know. I mean, technically I'm doing it, but I am, I'm, con- <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, constantly reverse dieting. So for nine <laughs> months, nine months reverse diet. I'm nine months reverse dieting and also <laughs> consistently gaining one to two pounds a week. So <laughs> a little different mindset. Um, but in terms of kind of going, you know, going into reverse dieting, all right, we kind of, we've set this foundation anyone that's listening now knows, okay, reverse dieting is obviously gaining weight and gaining calories um, to like your diet. What about the muscle gains? Let's kind of like break that down and unpack it. Cause I think a lot of people immediately go to the mindset of, I want a fat ass. And that's why a lot of women want muscle dead ass. Like they, I want, you know, I personally, I want fucking juicy delts and big biceps, but a lot of women come into the gym again, kind of new, not understanding a balanced physique (laughs) and and they want a fat ass. So why don't we start to unpack like how we're actually going to grow muscle, um, especially in the gluteal area, but also just chatting in general about muscle gain through a reverse diet and how to maybe uh, take away from the added fat gain? Like how do we keep that under control while gaining muscle? Yeah. So first of all, um, still on the reverse dieting topic, I was Mm going to say, um, the, the way that I do it depends on the client's goals. So if the the client is like shredded and they really just want to put on a lot of muscle, uh, I'll do it faster typically like increase their calories faster. But Mm -hmm. if they are someone who Ultimately, they still want to be working towards fat loss, but they've gotten to the point where their calories are too low, their cardio is too high, they've been dieting for too long, um, they don't want to put on fat, they still want to lose fat, I will hope for them to maintain and slowly Mm -hmm. increase their macros each week, hoping for them to maintain as long as possible while getting their calories up. Um, So it's not as much about, you know putting on a ton of muscle, getting their calories up as as high as possible. It's more um, like a slower process just because I know that they do not want to put on fat. And then once we get them up to a good amount and we stay there for a little bit, then they can go into the fat loss phase. Um, But like you said about the glute growth, um, I think that's another thing that a lot of people who are just getting into fitness don't really understand um, I think they think that, you know, these hit workouts and, 
under eating and losing weight and stuff like that is magically going to give them a fat ass. And (laughs) unfortunately, that's not the case. And I just think that they don't realize the process that you have to do to put on like actual muscle tissue in your ass. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of people just aren't willing to do it. It takes, you know, a lot of people aren't willing to take the time to eat more, uh, not focus on fat loss for God forbid you stop focusing on fat loss (laughs) (laughs) for longer than like one month. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I think that is like the major reason why they don't see the results or, or ever end up with the body type that they're hoping for. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, and I would totally agree because I think like, personally, I've always had a good experience reverse dieting. So like when I think, okay, it's time for me to reverse, I'm like, fuck yeah, giddy up. Like I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Um, however, if someone has had a shitty experience reverse dieting, done it incorrectly or had a coach who completely fucked them, um, or left them hanging, you know, to where they didn't have a proper reverse, I can see where I can see where it can be scary to, um, want to sacrifice kind of the opportunity of gaining mass. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, they immediately revert back to, okay, well I'll, I'll reverse for six weeks. I'll, 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 um, I'll take a diet break for six weeks and then I'll, I'll start cutting again or holidays come around. We overeat a little bit and then they're like, oh fuck, I have to cut now. You know what yep. I mean? It's like, no, 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 You can. It's a yo-yo. Pull. It's a yo-yo. And it's like, there's different ways to approach it. You know, there's different ways to approach, um, say you went on an all-inclusive for a week, right? doesn't mean you have to come back and cut for fucking 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe pull pull calories down, bump cardio up a little bit for, say, one to two weeks, get back to where you were at, boom, start to reverse diet then again from those calories that you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people, you know, they, they go on these extremes or fender benders, so they either completely are all in or they completely give up. Very true. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So we should probably talk about like the workout aspect of growing your glutes. Like, oh hell yeah! Please tell me how to build my ass. <laughs> so, tell me how to build it. <laughs> so a lot of ladies are scared of using heavy weights, and um, they're afraid of doing like the compound movements. But those are the best things that you could do for your ass. So like mm-hmm. deadlifts, squats, hip thrusts, heavy lunges. Um, you really got to like get comfortable with a barbell. Um, hopefully your gym is going to be open soon if it's not already. Um, because you really do need to be increasing that weight over time so that you can build that muscle. Mm-hmm. Especially compound movements. I mean, mm-hmm. those are just, those are going to be hard to just do the bar all the time. You know what I mean? Like we should really be progressively overloading those exercises. And mm-hmm. that doesn't always mean either like, Oh, I have to add five pounds to my deadlift every week. It it also doesn't mean that, but can you sacrifice two reps to try to get a heavier weight? You know what I mean? So many people fucking ride or die by their rep scheme, you know, four, four four by 10. Okay. Fuck. Well, I can't do a weight that I can only do eight. You know what I mean? Go for 10. Hell yeah. But if you get to rep eight and you're about to throw your fucking back out, set the barbell (laughs) down and you know what I mean? Finish with a solid rep. Don't throw I'd rather shit you try out. to go yeah. up and wait and not get as many reps. hundred percent. And I think that people get intimidated by failure. And For at the sure. end of the day, like, let me just tell anyone here, 
no one knows how many reps you're fucking going for and no one is ever counting you in the gym. And if they are, please report them because there's obviously a lower, like a higher involved stalker thing going on if they yeah. know what your rep schemes are. But for the most well, part- Well, in general, like people aren't really watching you at the gym. I know no. people like feel like that, but they're looking at themselves. So- I know, like I promise- Don't like, be afraid. To your horn- um, and, and there's probably some creepy fucking dude checking you out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here to tell you, oh, he's not looking at you because he probably is. He's a dirty scumbag. But 90% of the time, um, if you think, oh, my God, that person's going to see if I, I fail this sumo deadlift, yeah. no, one, no one gives a heavy shit about you. And I will tell you that sometimes also people are looking and impressed that mm-hmm. you have the balls to go for a heavier lift and you might have failed. You know how many times I've tried to pick up a fucking barbell and I've got that bitch one penny off the ground? Oh, you know yeah. I mean? And, and I squatted and, and had 100%. to set it down on the safety On the bar, and, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It and people, people wonder, you know, how do you get gym confidence? It's like, it's the confidence knowing no, uh, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about you. But and you, we don't but care we about understand. them. More importantly, no. we don't care about them. More importantly, we don't give a shit about them. Um, so I do think that, like you said, lifting the heavy weights, going for the challenging reps is so important. And, you know, if, if there comes to a point where you don't have access to heavy weights right now, let's talk about that. Cause I think a lot of us are in different predicaments. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Obviously the overarching goal is to get your ass in the gym, mask up. If you fucking have to, you know, grab a ball sack, grow up. <laughs> However, if we're not able to be in the gym, let's chat about how they can still at least maintain or progressively overload in an at-home setting. Yes. So if you're at home, you probably don't have the heaviest weights that you could lift for those movements. Um, but you could, there are different ways you could progressively overload by adding more reps, adding more sets, doing single leg movements. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you only have a heavy, heavy enough weight for like a single leg hip thrust, do that instead, because it'll be way more challenging than using both. You you need a much lighter weight for that. So right, um, right. add in some single leg movements, add some more sets, add some more reps, keep the intensity up. Mm-hmm. And I do think also like time under tension can be really yes. good. Um, I think for experienced athletes like myself and like you, it could be, um, not as beneficial because like, let's be honest that the muscle mechanics are already there. And a lot of what time under tension teaches you is proper isolation. However, Mm -hmm. if you can, um, still get that full range of motion and still put that same intensity in it, time under tension can really help. Um, and it's still very important too, during this time that you're focusing on the form, you know, maybe, maybe this is a blessing that you fuckers are home right now, because I see way too many of y'all touching the fucking ground with your with your dumbbells trying to hit an rdl um <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> baby we need to relearn you need to how... rewatch des's videos in yeah. her <laughs> on her instagram and in her app yeah you guys need to rewatch the demo videos in the app for all movements 
And if you're only on my Instagram, you don't have access to my app yet. You need to watch my form tips and my highlight on my Instagram profile. Um, but I just think that maybe at home right now, you guys can also take the time to really sink into these movements, learn how to drive your knees out, learn how to isolate your hamstring. How do you take out the quad? How do you need to position your feet to not feel your quads and only feel your glutes and your hamstrings to where when we get into the gym, we have these caloric surplus in place or we're at a maintenance point or whatever it might be. We can almost add that stimulus back on at the gym and shit, you know, the, the, the new stimulus that we might be um, kind of achieving might lead to a potential almost newbie gain period all over yeah. again, because how many people it actually have ever... Can. How many people have ever taken this much actual time off the gym since the beginning of their fitness journey, you know? Mm -hmm. Another thing, too, is at home, since the workouts aren't going to be, like, as heavy and as intense, they probably won't be as sore. So they could train their glutes more times a week oh, than yeah. they typically do. You know, when I was in prep to for my pro, like, my road to pro, I was hitting fucking legs three times a week. And it was all heavy as shit like I don't know you know when you look back and you're like how did I literally do that like I yeah. don't know um but that was the most developed my my glutes got even going into a dieting phase like they slowly started to deplete naturally because my my literal fat was sucked out of my body not yeah. physically not by a doctor but, <laughs> but, Liposuction. but yeah, please, please don't get that misconstructed <laughs> but <laughs> But it was my, my ass kind of went flat. However, I still had so much more glute development than previous my previous prep, which obviously showed that I gained glutes, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that gaining glutes is important to, to be obviously taken lightly. You know, you're never going to have Nicki Minaj's ass because it's fake. Um, you know, you're not going to have Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian or, or even just some Fitzbos, you know, naturally yeah. just store fat in their ass which is a fucking blessing but that yeah, does and I not people, mean it's mass i think people see how many fitzbos have like the big hips and fat ass and they think that like it's from working out um but a lot of times that's just naturally how they are like how they were born genetically they just have like the wider hips and that look mm -hmm. and they they are famous on Instagram because of that. So right, right. it's not vice versa. It's that they got famous because they have that look. Mm -hmm. They didn't get famous for like building that. And look. it, it doesn't mean that you should be following their glute kickback circuit with fans only. <laughs> it doesn't That's fucking that. mean that honey. Yes. I just want to point that out. I mean, granted, and we can break this down too. banded glute exercises. When to add them? Are they important? You know, people are like, does you fucking sell bands? No shit. Oh, yeah, there's, bands. Nothing <laughs> yeah, there's still, they're still super important. But yeah. at the end of the day, like these, these are supplements and what we would call accessory movements. Exactly. So Which are, these are important. They're just very after the compound movements, after the compound where you can really just get that fucking blood going this is what's going to make your fucking selfies go viral. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this is going to make your ass look fat for the gram picture. And then it will deflate probably a fucking hour later. And yeah, that you is totally okay. But you, yeah, you have to get the pose. You have to get the glute pump. And again, like glute pump is good. Like that means that blood is rushing to that place. It means that we're, we're firing up and it feels good, but it's not, um, you know, having that soreness, having that pump, 
doesn't mean that you're building muscle. You know what I mean? Like, I think yep. people think that too. They, oh, they instantly grew muscle. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sore today. So like, eh, FML. Oh, like, you I know, see what sore, you mean. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. You get it now. But like soreness also doesn't equate to muscle growth. No, I think people equate soreness and sweating to like a good workout. Right. When, right. when sweating literally doesn't have any, like, Working out in an air conditioning place is not worse than working out in a freaking hot garage. Like right. people think that the hot garage workout is better because they're sweating more, but it literally doesn't make a difference. It's actually probably worse because you're going to be like dying and not be able to perform as be- as best as you could. Right. And I think the the only benefit is that you could maybe have like a lower warm up time or like yeah. you could do less primer movements you could jump into your compounds a little bit easier but at the end of the day yeah if you're starting in the fucking defroster freezer like you're <laughs> you know you're going to be the, the same thing as starting out in the pits of hill like we're yeah. we're you know you're accomplishing the same thing so with that being said you know let's jump in then to cardio because all right we're doing our lifts we know in order to reverse diet our calories are up we're lifting fucking heavy or we're we're doing what we have to do from home to create that additional volume and intensity. What about cardio? Because I know sometimes you strip cardio from someone and they they want to die. You know, they're like, oh, my God, fuck, I have to I need to sweat this much per day. So let's break down cardio. What can be involved in a reverse diet while still being able to build muscle? Yeah. So during your reverse diet, you typically want to lower your cardio down over time. Um, it doesn't mean like completely take it away or anything. It's just, it's also part of one, uh, to gain muscle. Like you want to be able to put that energy towards weightlifting and you want to be able to recover quicker. So if you're doing a bunch of cardio, it's going to be a lot harder for you to recover. But two, if you're reverse dieting because of your metabolism, you know, you have to decrease the cardio too, so that when you do start a dieting phase, you can add it back in and it will actually do something. Um, Because if you're already doing a ton of cardio when you start a dieting phase, then you're going to have to add even more cardio to, you know, try to get into a deficit and it's just going to be too much. So it's for both of those reasons. Right. And, and, you know, cardio is still important. Like, let's not forget cardiovascular health. No, I actually love cardio. Very important. You know, like having that is, is key. You know, we can't just strip cardio period. Like I remember Mm -hmm. during my bulk, um, with one of my old coaches, I was actually doing no cardio, like period. Not I haven't done no cardio since before I prepped in 2016. Cause I enjoy cardio. I don't mm-hmm. do a ton, but I've always right. do some cardio. Right. I just remember during the time where I didn't, I felt maybe my strongest, but I also physically felt my like drowsiest. You know what I mean? Like it was almost like mm-hmm. I was, I literally felt out of shape. I might've been able to lift decently heavy, but everything else felt really unathletic. Um, and so to keep that involved in a, a way where you're not overexpending. So obviously, again, we don't want to be in a deficit. We also don't want to put our body in the position of just like relying on cardio and in doing that every single day. But keeping natural expenditure could also be super helpful um, to to literally heart health. I mean, this this is deeper than just like 
oh, I'm here to make mm-hmm. gains, fuck cardio. Like, yeah. yeah, well, we need to also, like, take care of your heart. <laughs> yeah. Weight training is also good for your heart if you're, yes. you know, have that intensity where your heart's racing. I mean, it, when I'm doing my, like, squats and deadlifts, my heart, my heart rate gets pretty high on those. Right. Um, but I do also always include some type of cardio in my week, too. Yeah. And like so, boxing. I mean... A boxing. Oh, I wish that I could box. Maybe. Why well, do it's I so told fun. you I have a I told you I have a title nine or a title nine LMAO title boxing. I'm thinking title nine like um. NCAA. Oh yeah, what is title nine? <laughs> oh, um, okay. You know, sh- sh- short but sweet. Title nine is actually the kind of like the breaking point of division of men's and women's sports in NCAA. Oh, oh, like, <laughs> that's, <sounds familiar. laughs> that's funny. But anywho, I wanted to do title boxing, and I do have one next to me. Or like near me, so maybe when things continue to like open up and yeah, you know, get a little bit more comfortable, I, I really would like to try it. It's but so fun. I bet it is. So let's kind of like wrap this up, bring it back full circle. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. Um. One really important thing for glowing, growing your glutes is twerking. So like, make sure you're practicing. Everyone, freaking get down in your twerk position right now. <laughs> Everyone, we're gonna leave you with five sets. Everyone, right now, we'll do it with you. Everyone, right now, ten ass claps. We're gonna just clap it ten quick times with our feet on the wall to add difficulty or modify by being (laughs) on your hands and knees. (laughs) Oh shit! This is the only reason I still have my volleyball pads for my knees, so I can fucking twerk my ass on the ground. (laughs) I'm literally on my hands and knees right now because I was sitting on the ground literally just do some like magic mic shit just maybe like add a little bit of a thrust in there do really good for glue glue activation i'm doing it you want it let's do it i can see it right in (laughs) my pony hey (laughs) i'm literally like thrusting my hips kind of like oof ah oh yeah (laughs) oh my god we're gross um i i love how educational we are we really just pack the fucking heat in these um (laughs) i really hope that people get a lot out of it so bringing full circle number one key to reverse diet get your motherfucking calories up stop that pussy Stop living in a deficit. Stop starving yourself. Stop. You can stop dieting. Stop dieting. Don't don't have to diet every. We don't have to diet. Three sixty-five days. Dieting is also okay. It's okay if you want to better yourself. It's okay if you want to have a goal. It's okay if you want to change your physique. However, we don't need to live in a diet state. So get those calories up. Number two, train heavy. (laughs) Squeeze your ass cheeks without pumping the air. (laughs) have a good anterior pelvic tilt okay let's learn that let's take it yep. back very important then, very important and number three lower cardio stop slaving on the stairmaster it's not going to grow your ass stop nope. doing band stop doing banded stairmaster workouts not going to grow your ass you're, you're probably going to fall on your fucking face you're fucking fall on your face they would have to go get plastic surgery on their face when they could have used that money to get a fatter ass literally you could have used that money for a bbl to get a bbl instead of going to the er so you're stupid (laughs) just (laughs) um is there anything else that you want to add that you think is is beneficial i feel like we really did cover it in the most irresponsible and funny way possible yeah i think we're good yeah i feel like if you didn't walk away from this a little bit educated and on fire to grow your ass or take it up the 
just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then take us in your ass selfies. Take uh, do you use our tips? Please take put us in your TikTok transitions where we go up your butt. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Open like spread your ass cheeks and have our picture be the transition. <laughs> if someone did that, I'd literally give them like a free year on my app. So feel free <laughs> to like do that. It'd be hilarious. Oh um, but I hope that you guys had some questions answered again. Um, you know, reverse dieting is so key. And as you guys think we might be so far away from the holidays, we're actually quite close and starting a reverse diet now can really help you be able to enjoy the holidays without the stress of being in like this red zone for your metabolism, yes. um, as well as kind of having the diet mentality breaking still where you feel like you have to eat everything. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. might, you you know, get out, get out of the hunger phase, you know, because getting out of a, of a diet into a reverse, since it's slow can still be really hard. You can still be really hungry, but you have to fight those urges. So not doing that so close to the holiday season could really help with your control in that time. Um, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to, to DM Emily or I make sure that you're sharing this podcast. Again, if you're, interested in our six weeks to strength 2.0 challenge again that opens tomorrow we open for enrollment tomorrow if you're pre-registered you get an hour early access this gives you access to our coached option um kind of first come first serve those just go the fastest so we can help you we can give you your macros we can give you the cardio we can help you decrease fat um trust myself trust emily trust our team Um, stop spinning your wheels have some guidance have a little bit of guidance, have a little bit of even confidence, just knowing that even if you don't really know what you're doing, we do. And we can help you be on the right foot forward to making a change in your health and fitness lifestyle and your approach to it. Um, so thank you again for listening. Emily, thank you again for being on. Thanks um, for having me. Of course, check out her podcast as well. I'll link it in the description. Um, everything is like literally in the description. I'm, I hate that. I always in say that, the but description. it's literally in the description um, link in the bio link in the bio. Um, so we love you guys. Love thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I hope that you guys happy get all Sunday. your happy Sunday. Get your ass twerks in. Um, go hit your, go hit your dab pen. Relax. Twerks Have for Jesus. Drinks. Twerk for Jesus. Twerk for DBFT. Twerk for me and twerk for Emily. We love you guys and thank you for listening.